Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is another shitty podcast with Nick Grace and Trent Bruce. Episode 13 of The Quarantine. We go live every Thursday at noon California time on Instagram Live at, at Trent Bruce or at Sleepy Nikki G. Uh, if you miss us on the live on Instagram, we always record and post it everywhere you can stream podcasts. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We've been traveling, been on the road. Um, seen family, seen a bunch of sites, seen some cool shit. Let's get into it. Time to get shitty. Once I rose above the noise and confusion, just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion, I was soaring ever Good morning, Trent. Good afternoon now. Actually, yeah, good afternoon. What's going on, dude? Oh, so much. Glad to have you back <laughs> here in um, in Los Angeles. I know. I'll get my volume adjusted here. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine, my man. Cool. Dude, it's crazy, man. I was pretty much gone all of July. Yeah. Yeah. It was you. Were, you left right before the fourth, or was it a week before the fourth? Uh, no, it was still in June. Oh damn! Yeah, let me pull up my calendar real quick. What's up, Dom? Um, can you see who's on here, Nick? Yes, I can. Great. Um, what's up, Dom? Congratulations uh, on moving on moving to yeah, Atlanta, he's right? Soon, very soon, yeah. yeah. We will miss him dearly, but I'm, I'm happy for his next chapter. What's up, Jose? Um, so, yeah, we left on the 28th of June mm-hmm. and got back on the 21st of July. So, literally seven days, just one week shy of a month. That, my friend, is good road trip. Dude, good to see you, Nick. Um, I we you and I had talked about, you know, grabbing grabbing some social distance beers in the driveway yesterday. But uh, you had some stuff going on, and I was just like still dog tired. Yeah. From traveling. Yeah, we got um, we got plenty of time. I think you and I are gonna, supposed to get together this weekend or something. Plenty of time. You got a lot of shit going on. Dude, we got a lot of shit going on. I want to wait till a couple more folks get on here to, to really get into it. But um, I had, I had, <clears throat> I mean, you had a big trip too. Um, but this was probably a trip trip of a lifetime, um, at, you know, to this date in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say they will, there won't be better trips, but man, uh, crazy shit. What's up, Adam? Um, get things done, you know it. Um, good to see some folks on here. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's crazy, dude. It, it being on the road that much mm-hmm. is crazy, and you know, I think about people that do that for a career, you know, truck drivers or musicians that are touring or comedians that are like road comics. Um, we, I mean, we camped the whole time. We didn't stay in a hotel or anything. Um, but, dude, just being on the road all day is... It's beautiful because mm-hmm. we got to see a bunch of... At least I got to see a bunch of places I've never seen before. Um, but, man, it is exhausting. It also really just... changed your mindset about a lot of stuff. You just sit there yeah. and think... There's only so much music or radio or, or whatever that you can listen to. And you just, eventually you just, your mind starts wandering. You just think 
and think yeah. and think and think. Yeah, my sister's on here. What's up, Mal? What's up, Mal? You become a little bit of a road warrior. I know. Mad trend. It's crazy, man. It's um, I, I definitely got out of my comfort zone. Um, should we just get into it? You think? Why not? Let's just get into it. You want to say what's up with your week? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What's, what's up, up with, with your the, week? With your week. What's up with with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your we suck week? We're terrible. Yeah, it's all right. We're not professionals. Podcasting's for amateurs. If anything, it's it's on brand. Yes, Speaking of on brand, what's up, Brandon? Brandino. Um, dude, uh, what's up with my week? What's up with your week, dude? We got a, a lot to talk about. We might not even get into other shit. Yeah, we sure, uh, we sure, sure <clears throat> do. Um, for those who are just joining us, and for those who don't know us very well, which is none of you, um, Trent <laughs> just got back from back home. He just got back uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, so if anyone, I mean everyone here knows me well and followed me on social media and stuff. Uh, on June 28th, uh, myself and uh, Mark Richard, friend of the pod and one of my roommates, we decided to uh, take a trip back to Missouri, um, Jefferson City and St. Louis area. To see our families, um, I had I'd been talking to my mom for a very long time during COVID about the idea of coming home for an extended period of time. Um, what's up, Caitlin? Um, <clears throat> and we kept going back and forth with it because, to be honest, we didn't know if I even should do that because of safety reasons, right? Right. Um. And then we had some stuff going on with the family. Uh, we had a we had a loss in the family, and uh, you know I didn't really feel okay flying, and we'll talk about that more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mark wanted to surprise his sister because she was um, having her first kid, and so um, the timing worked out for us that we felt that we needed to go home. What's up, Shane? And, uh, What's up, Shane? And uh, so we made it happen. And I guess we just get into it. So June 28th, um, we drove from Los Angeles to Sedona. Uh, You've been to Sedona, Nick? Uh, Yes, I have. Super pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, That's part of the reason why we used that. Uh, Looney Tunes background again on social media. Yeah, well, you, you um, were kind of all over the Southwest. Fucking crazy beautiful. And uh, I was talking to my mom because it was pretty funny. Um, our apartment when I was a kid, so Mallory, she's still on, she'll remember. But when Mallory and I were kids, um, our, my mom decorated our apartment in like a Southwest motif. So it was like a bunch of cactus... And like pale oranges, pale greens. That was like very much the the aesthetic of our apartment growing up. So no way. So I would take pictures and send it to her. I was like, "Look, mom, it's like it's that in real life." It was pretty fun. Um, Sedona was gorgeous. We did a little bit of hiking. Oh, we saw yeah, Mallory said yep. We saw uh, hey, Montezuma's uh, castle, which was this. Um, structure carved into a side of the cliff. It's a national landmark, I think. National monument. Um, basically, this, these natives that lived there that were like four feet tall at the time, hundreds of years ago, lived in the side of this cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was some uh, remains of these homes in the, in the side of this cliff. That was pretty cool. Um, Sedona was gorgeous. Um, we stayed in Flagstaff, which was like an hour north and totally different climate because you're up in the mountains and it's 
windy as hell and and cold and um that was the first night of our camping so we camped the whole way um it was 30 30 mile an hour winds that night um so i didn't sleep because mm-hmm. <laughs> the tent was like flapping like this like against my face and body um do i just want to go through the whole thing well we we talked a lot about the the first leg of the trip already on past podcasts you're right i think i'm a so little bit I'll, more curious about what being home was like and then the trip back great i'll finish up that real quick flagstaff white sands national park was amazing just tons of sand dunes um las cruces was really hot but pretty um elk city oklahoma sucked there's nothing in, in oklahoma besides, <laughs> besides humidity and bugs uh, and then I was home for two weeks, um, which was great. I haven't been, I don't think I've celebrated the 4th of July with my family since like high school. Um, Dang. As, I was in, as I was, someone who loves the 4th of July, that 4th of July is such a family holiday yeah. for, for me. <clears throat> it was great. We had um, brats, burgers, fries, plenty of beer. I made uh, some margaritas and we just watched um the neighbors shoot off a bunch of fireworks um were fireworks they illegal in missouri like they were here ain't that america the, yeah the, the midwest doesn't really care about that they don't they give a that. book yeah and so uh funny enough that part of missouri was having a like fourth of july celebration oh that's right didn't um, you tell me they had a full-on parade and everything like normal and it's just <laughs> like uh not gonna go to that yeah um we'll get into that more too of just like pretty much every other state not giving a shit about covid and not wearing masks and all that stuff because uh, the state and local governments don't give a shit you know about it so anyway it was great um Good family time. Played a bunch of games. Um, I didn't. I didn't beat my stepdad once in Scrabble, and it really pissed me off. How many times did you play? Over half a dozen, probably about ten times. You and you never beat him. How close did you get? You know what fucking pisses me off is one time I got a Scrabble. That's where, do you know what that is? No. I, That's where you use, you get seven tiles on your board. Oh, you use all of your letters and you get the bonus? You get a 50 point bonus uh-huh. and I still lost. So pissed, bro. Do you get real really, strategic really, with it? Well, yeah. It, you know, you you, you got to hit all the double, double letter, triple words, all that shit. Yeah, but you got to also play mm. defense. You got to make it so they can't get to them. I know. Okay. And sometimes you you know you don't have options, so I'm I'm very well aware of I'm very well versed in the game. Al's just a fucking gangster. He's oh. the most competitive person I know. Word yes. gangster. Um, played a bunch of games. Have you heard of Sequence? That's a really fun one too. I don't think so. Is it pattern related? Yeah. Okay. Um, cards and um, basically you have to get five in a row and that's a sequence uh-huh. um rummy cube is great um oh and then i finally watched that mcguire sosa 30 for 30 yeah and which was really good um have you, you haven't watched it yet have you no the the one i really want to watch is actually there's two we really want to watch um friend of friend of the pod lance armstrong's documentary and <laughs> and I want to see the Bruce Lee one. Oh shit! Yeah, I want to see those two. What's up, Molly? Uh, what's up, Molly? Jinx. Um. So something funny I haven't told you yet, Nick, about our competitiveness in our family uh-huh. is I was like, okay, I'm gonna be home for two weeks. I'm gonna make a spreadsheet of people's wins and losses, and then I'm going to. Divide it up in categories of games, uh-huh. and then uh, two-player games, three-player games, four-player games, uh-huh. 
And then we also calculated like the win loss winning percentage. Uh-huh. It got to a point where um, I, I had the worst percentage in the whole family. Um, and I just stopped keeping track of the games because it was uh, depressing. Really pissed. <laughs> I was like, this will be a fun thing. This will be fun and competitive and see like... Yeah, it was probably you know, it was probably cool because in your mind, you, were, you weren't going to be the worst. You are going to... I I don't know if I had a 20% That's, winning percentage. That is exactly how you would set up a beer Olympics. Just, you're not drinking. It was, uh, it was awful. Which, now that you're I'm, back... I'm ashamed. Now that you're back and it is the summer, we need a beer Olympics before this... Before this 2020 is well, over. Speaking of beer, uh, not beard, beer Olympics. Um, let's see if they're still on here. Okay, so Shane's on here and Brandon's on here. Um, they were calling me out as well as Anselm. I don't think he's on here yet. Uh, we had a night where we talked about doing a beer for beer competition. And they basically were shitting on me saying that, you know, oh, he's going to the Midwest because he's afraid and blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm back, and I'm going to... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This better be delivered like a wrestling promo. So start start again. So I've been all over the country. I've been in the Midwest, the Southwest... I've been in the mountains. I've been in the desert. I've been in the plains. I've been drinking beer every day. Every gosh darn day. Okay? I'm in the best physical shape of my past probably two, three years. I got a tight bod right now. My calves are busting at the seams. My liver has been stretched and been doing... The equivalent of push-ups for my liver. And you better believe whether it's an IPA, a light lager, a sour, a stout, a brown ale, a red ale, a purple ale. I don't give a fuck what color the beer is. That Trent, the brewer, Bruce, will win this beer drinking competition hands down. And it's 2020 and you have to fear... The beer. Woo! That's all I got to say. Nice. I'm not going to drop this mic. This is like $200. All right. So we'll do a beer Olympics, and (laughs) one of the games will be beer for beer. And so back to that. Yeah. uh, It's got to be like a Miller Lite, because I think if we do like expatriate IPA, you know. Seven percent beer. IPAs just suck in general. Come at me, come at me, bro. IPAs fucking suck. I just think I think it needs to be like a Miller Lite. Yeah. You know, let's grab a thirty rack. Yeah, probably more like two thirty racks. Have them cold and then just keep a stack of your cans, like crush your cans and keep a um, stack of them. Definitely go out and purchase a kiddie pool, and have everybody just sit around with their feet in the pool. In the beers, in the pool. Yep. That's a great idea. Okay. Are you joining? Do you want to join this competition? Yeah, of course I do. I'm an American. I'm a red-blooded American, just like the rest of us. Okay. Shane, I vote for light beer. It's about consumption, not enjoyment. (laughs) Sounds like the American way. It's not about enjoying. It's about consuming. All right. So what were we talking about? We were talking about being at home and being competitive. Well, yeah. You tell me... um, your mom was. Your mom just commented something about y'all are competitive with games and shit. Oh, oh yeah, we are. We are competitive, super competitive. What's your all's? You have a family game. Yeah, the the game that our family plays the most, which I actually didn't play when I was at home, is called Euchre, and it is. I believe it started. That is a in, Michigan game. Yes, it is. It is a it is as Michigan as as games can get. It's a card game. Pure Michigan. It's a. Uh, <laughs> It is pure Michigan. It's a card game that I'm told is really similar to Spades, although I've never played Spades. Um, it is team-based, two people on each team. You score in tricks or points, 
and there are bowers and trump cards and all sorts of fun stuff it's super it's super i love it i absolutely love it, it gets really competitive my favorite drinking game although you don't have to drink to play you just get really drunk when you do play <laughs> um, we get super competitive about that i've got uh whenever we used to when we were younger we used to just play random games up north just whatever it is monopoly or board games yeah. whatever and i have uh i'm not you know what i'm not even call out specific ants all of my ants love to make up their own rules wow they love to make up their own rules hot take and they'll just like they'll and they and they indoctrinate us children when we're growing up into thinking that those are the rules and then when you call them out on those rules that they come up with being incorrect they get real mad and then they want you to prove that they're wrong and then all you do is you grab the instructions and prove them that they're wrong and they say well that's just not the way that it's played or whatever or wow i'm the adult and this is how we're playing yeah or yep. they like to call it Caruso rules, is what they say. <laughs> All of them do it, except for my mom. But my mom's not an aunt, so my mom's my mom's honest. There you go. She said, um, Kathy Grace said, uh, where can she get one of those coffee mugs? Show that to the people. This is another shitty podcast, official coffee mug. And where can you get it, Trent? So, friend of the pod, Cameron Robinson, I believe his Instagram is uh, at camrobart. That's K-A-M-R-O-B art. Um, good friend of the pod out of Anderson, Indiana. He makes those by hand. And so, if you guys would like to um, purchase a another shitty potty, uh, another, another shitty potty, another shitty podcast coffee mug, hit us up. Uh, just message us or text us or, um, yeah, and I can get a I can get an order going. Um, go ahead and go ahead and show that one more time, show a little it slower. It's um, I believe that's all local clay. Um, he made the stamp from our logo, and the other side, real real pretty like Pinterest. It's backwards, but but it does say shitty. But I love the glaze on it. Um, Make a pre-order ad. Okay, I'll ask Jose how to do that later. <laughs> um, but we should definitely do that. Yeah, that was that was the original plan way back in the day before the shutdown. We'll probably make a, like a small order, um, and because they're uh, you know they're handmade, so they're a little m- more um, expensive. You know, they're not just mass-produced shitty mugs. Like they're high quality. That's a pretty heavy mug. Yeah, they they are handmade. Um, but they're dishwasher safe. I would suggest washing them by hand. Mm-hmm. But um, you can't put them in the dishwasher. Yeah, I throw mine um, through the dishwasher. It holds up real well. It is. Yeah. This is like the kind of coffee mug that like when you would go over to your grandparents' house and they would have. It's a very, exactly. like it's a handmade, super quality, old school thing will fucking last forever. Well, we got to make an order with Cameron. We also need to make an infomercial. <laughs> we do. Um, well, I was talking about being home. Nick, you want to talk about your little uh, journey some? Yeah, so I took a sort of spur-of-the-moment trip home um, to Michigan last week. It was my grandmother's 90th birthday, and that wasn't wow. kind of like a spur-of-the-moment spur of the, uh, spur of the moment 90th birthday. She was having a 90th birthday, but um, flights were, for some reason, to Michigan, very expensive. And I know around the country they're, they're relatively cheaper than they've ever been. But um, at the at the behest of my cousin Gigi from Sweden, she's been on the pod with her with her husband Carl. She yep. she wanted me to check one more time, and I did, and I was able to find a, a flight home that was it was for two days, and it was really cheap and affordable. So fucking took it. I went home. Um, airports. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Please tell us about all of that because. Like myself, I'm avoiding yeah, avoiding that. If you have to do it, you know, and it's mm-hmm. the price is right, and you have a, a scenario like that, like I wouldn't want to miss that either. Yeah, um, they. What was it? What was it like? Airports are first of all, LAX is quieter than it's ever been. So from that standpoint, ding 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 ding, fucking great. 
Amazing. Sure. Um, less people in there than there's ever been, but there's still a decent amount of people in there. You do need a mask to get in. Thank God. But my problem is they don't, the, uh, the qualifications, I guess, to get into an airport are less than it is to get into a fucking restaurant. At least in a restaurant, Weird. you take a temperature of somebody. In an airport, anybody can just walk right in there. Yeah, that's which that's unsettling. which kind of yeah, and 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 uh, you go up to TSA and you don't even show your boarding pass anymore. All you do is you just give them your ID and you walk in. So like from that standpoint, the uh, kind of like the on edge person in me or like the aware person in me is like, hey, this seems like a fucking national security risk. For two reasons, health-wise, and also you don't have to show a fucking boarding pass to even get into the airport. Um, That's strange. Why would they change that? I don't know. They only wanted your ID, and I I don't know. Maybe maybe the database will just, like, show that, yes, they have a boarding pass or something. I don't know. Um, You get in there. uh, Everything is kind of like the six-foot distance or whatever. You got to sit separately from people or stand separately from people but once you're on the fucking plane you're on the yeah. fucking plane and there's yeah. no buffer in there at all they'll sit they sit for, you right next sure. to people because I, I know that people were like oh there's a they're supposed to leave that em- that center seat open in the highways they don't do that they do not fucking do that and then once you're on the plane if that mask is off that mask is off but also then at the same point you're kind of same standpoint you're just like well we're already here. Is there even a fucking purpose to wearing masks? We're right next to each other, breathing in each other's fucking farts. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I, I wore, when I traveled, I wore two masks because I was like, I, I ain't getting sick and, and I don't want to get my family sick. And that sort of backfired on me because I think because of the, I don't know, the air pressure or whatever the hell. I was It was hard to breathe and I was passing in and out. Just because, like, I just couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, whoa. <laughs> There'd be times when I would just sit there and just have to just consciously just breathe in really deep. Or I would just take my mask off and put my mouth my, my mouth in my shirt or something to breathe. But, like, I would get really tired and just fall asleep and wake up, fall asleep. And this was on 12 hours of sleep already. So I wasn't tired. I was just whoa. not enough air. So airports, I don't, I don't recommend them. If, if you're going to travel, <laughs> I highly recommend you do it Trent's way because at least you get to yeah. see a whole lot of the world. And the other thing is when you're driving down the road like Trent's driving down the road, you don't worry about falling out of the sky from hundreds of thousands of feet in the air like you do yeah. constantly on a fucking plane because they shake all the time. Yeah. My flight home shook every minute from <laughs> Kansas City to... Chicago, Illinois, and it never stopped. It was absolutely un. It was absolutely fucking unbearable. You, buddy. Could not, could not, fucking hate. I, I hate flying, but I made it home. And do I just, should I just keep going with my story about being home or what? Yeah. How how was it, man? How was it seeing everyone? Dude, it was dope. It was a whirlwind. My my brother and his wife and the and the kids, so my niece and nephew, they were they drove up from Texas and I got to see them for the first time since Christmas and that was incredible. Great. Um those kids are growing up so fast. They they are the cutest things in the world. I would I would die and kill for those kids. They are absolutely amazing. Cameron. Yeah, there's We the, were just talking about Cameron. Cameron, the man who makes the mugs. Yes. Um, we are gonna have to make a, a new order, Cameron. We got some people wanting to buy these mugs. So I'll be talking to you soon. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. He's about to be a father. Oh my god. Speaking of kids. Um Big congratulations, dog. His wife yeah, his wife is expecting um in August. Or her due date's in August. Oh my gosh, that's so, so soon. Yeah, crazy, man. That is going to be nuts. <laughs> so, speaking of people that want to buy the mugs, um, it's my parents. And so, I was in I was in Michigan with them. Let's see. I spent that first day with my niece and my nephew and parents 
brother, sister, or brother and sister-in-law. And then I went to Mount Pleasant to, uh, to hang out with my best friend, Nate Sanchez. Shout out Nate Sanchez. He's a, he's a nurse. So I guess he's on the front lines technically, although it is the middle of Michigan and, um, coronavirus is just different there. It, it just, it is, it's, yeah. How's he doing? How's all that going for him and where he works? I mean, it is a thing. It is a threat that exists, but it is not even remotely to the scale that it is for a, a, a big city. He was telling me that he was telling me that at first that they were kind of freaking out. Um, but they got they had like six patients maximum at one point in time and they haven't had a patient in a month and so now okay. it's just like they just have it's just kind of like a in our in our hospital is the biggest hospital in the area outside of like Lansing okay. so it's he's just kind of like it's he he thinks about it the way that I've come to think about it and that it just is we can't we can't apply the same mentality to every single corner of this country because we're just such a vastly different country with different needs and demographics, just everything. Everything is different everywhere. Um, the threat of getting coronavirus in Elma, Michigan, population 10,000 that nobody comes in and out of is not what it is in Los Angeles. Um, sure. So it still very much could affect anyone. Sure. Yes, it can. And but I understand. And that's why it's good that I do think everyone should be wearing a mask. But I would say that there is there's a difference between shutting industry down in Los Angeles. Of course. Or shutting industry down in Elma, Michigan. Of course. Um, yeah. And I think that a lot of times people are like, no, we need to shut the whole country down and that that when you go what is it as uh mark twain says something about the enemy of ignorance is traveling you learn a lot about shit when you go places and get to see how other people are dealing with stuff yeah and if you were to apply everything that people in los angeles are dealing with to people in elma michigan or jeff city it just it's just not the same They're, i think the bare minimum is when you're in public near people uh-huh. put a mask on right yeah why not you know i think that's the minimum and i think you can do that in a rural town or a large city right um <clears throat> and i agree i mean how can you compare you know a uh, metropolitan area like los angeles to a, a small town oh what's up jc you, you can't really do that you know um, um yeah you can't you absolutely can't. So, what the fuck was I going to say? I forgot. Yeah, good I was time say. home. What was this oh video God, of you the... riding a motorcycle? Oh, yeah. So, so my dad likes to ride motorcycles everywhere. And so do I. Um, and everybody was going to like migrate up to Charlevoix, is like this town that is three ish hours north of us. And he was going to ride the motorcycle, and I was just like, you know what, um, can I come with? And he was like, yeah. And so we just put my shit in the saddlebags. My mom drove separate, my brother and his sister-in-law, or my sister-in-law drove separate, and I just got on the back of my dad's bike, and we went to Charlevoix, and I just took videos, and I had, I had my how, film camera How long of a here. drive was that? It was two and a half hours. It was two and a half hours, Whoa. so I had like I had my film camera over here, I had my digital camera over here, and we're just going down the road, and I'm like taking pictures of dad, taking pictures of trees, the road, you know, just taking pictures of shit. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, How fast were you going? We were tooling about 75, 80. How does that feel? Like, uh, was there enough room on there? I mean, you're not a small yeah. guy. Yeah, no, there there was. I, I'm, I'm sure we looked hilarious going down the road, because it's just like... First of all, you don't see men on the back of a motorcycle very often. You, <laughs> you straight up don't. And then um, yeah. I, and then I'm six foot two. So not only is it a, a man, but like pretty big dude on the back of this motorcycle. Yeah. And uh, but you know, like I, I just, I did not care what that looked like because I was just like I was with my dad. 
It was yeah. amazing. Um, did you go on the way back too? Yeah, you bet your ass we did. So <laughs> on the way on the way up there, I, I was able to take pictures up into there's this there's this town called Gaylord, Michigan. Um what is <laughs> There's, there's three, there's three, I, I like to say that there's three Gaylords that matter. Gaylord Fokker, yeah. Gaylord Michigan, and Elton John. Those are the three. Yes. And uh, around That's Gaylord, hilarious. it got to, it just started pouring rain. Absolutely pouring. So I had to put the, the cameras away. What's up, um, I had to put them, I had to put the cameras away. And then we just rode in the rain. It got absolutely soaked for about another Damn. hour. And it was amazing it was absolutely Damn. amazing just me and my dad and then we did it on the way back but all right so we were up there again more time with the niece and the nephew um kids are fucking adorable dude so <laughs> we my uh my nephew adam is like two he's two years old and a couple months or something and little velvet they uh yeah, Lil Velvet. That's his. That's the nickname. They, these kids pick up on pop culture and social media and all that shit. And uh, if you go up to Lil Adam and you just go, "Hold up, wait a minute," he just goes, he just goes, "Chop." <laughs> we just oh doing my this god! All day, all day long, we just go from that. Hold up, from that TikTok. Yeah, we just go. Hold up. Wait a minute. He goes, chop. <laughs> so adorable. They were like playing with Play-Doh and shit. I don't even, I don't even really know if this story is interesting to anybody but me. But man, it was so fun. <laughs> um, yeah, it was so. It was, we were up there for my grandma's ninetieth birthday. She did turn ninety. Wow. She made it. Um, she's doing well. Your, your mom's uh, mom or your dad's mom? My my mom's mom. Um. Uh, she's doing, she's doing well. My grandfather's doing well. Um, both grandparents on my dad's side, they're doing well. So everybody is healthy. I got to see Gianna and Carl, which is, which was great. I didn't get to see all my cousins. I got to see a few of them, but most of them went up North after I left. How long was Gianna in town for? She, I think she's gone already. So I think she was in for just about a week, but her and I flew into, to America just for a week. Yes. Yeah. So, Damn. so her and I, we, for those who don't know, and most of you don't, uh, my cousin Gianna is a national champion swimmer. I think she won. She won two, but probably three national championships um, at SCAD University. Or and uh, is it D two D three? That is NAIA. Okay. Um, and so me. I have swam a lot recently, but I'm not a I'm not a swimmer really. Not when I wouldn't consider yeah. myself a swimmer when I've got family members that are national champions. Champions like, actually yeah. did it. Um, but the lake that my grandparents were on, it is probably roughly a half a mile across and a half a mile back the other way. And mm-hmm. her and I just decided we were just gonna swim it, and we did. We just swam across, kissed some rocks on the other side. That was that was the rule she came up with. You got to bend over and kiss a rock, and then you get back in and swim back. And uh, my dad was driving the the basically the spotter boat behind us, so we wouldn't get ran over by speedboats. Um, and he oh, said, "Oh, it's a big lake." Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh. And and he said that it looked like there was one real swimmer out there and one basketball player who's just not drowning. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we made it and uh it was it was pretty cool that was one of my that was one of the highlights i was looking forward to that quite a bit um that's awesome then yeah like i said we got back on the motorcycle the next day went to grand rapids flew back that's that was my trip i know i'm missing some shit but i honestly will probably it'll come to me when i'm done recording <laughs> the pod um that's awesome dude all right, so your trip back. Let's get into that. Yeah, so I was home for <clears throat> about two weeks with the family, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, what day did I leave on? Oh, by the way, I can no longer see comments or who's on. 
Great. <laughs> no one said anything. All right. Yeah. Um, when did I come back? The 17th. Yeah, I left on the 17th to come back. And so day one from Missouri, um, I stayed... Well, on the 16th, I went and stayed at Mark Richards' uh, parents' house, which was great. Mm-hmm. And they bought property out in uh, Centertown. It's a small, small rural area next to Jeff City. Every time what? you say that, I keep thinking you say Centertown. Oh, Center. Centertown. Um, and it's just 10 minutes outside of Jeff City, but it's yeah. um, isolated enough where you have his... I think his dad's got... I can't remember how many, 10, 15, 20 acres, you know, like a little pond that they dug. Um, it's really nice, very nice. Um, and they bought uh, half a cow from their neighbors, and we had a bomb steaks that were like this big. It's crazy. Um, got some good sleep, got up early, was on the road at like <laughs> center town. Uh, got on the road Sully said center town. <laughs> uh, got on the road at six in the morning and drove from Jeff City to through Kansas and to the other side of Denver. Uh, and our campsite was called Golden Gate Canyon. Um, it was beautiful. Um, first and foremost, uh, not just the University of Kansas, but the entire state of Kansas can fuck right off that is <laughs> if anyone has if anyone's ever <laughs> driven through kansas you know what i'm talking about it fucking sucks fuck kansas pardon my language i think your mother's on here but i hate that state bro i hate it i Dude, hate it i hate it kansas when I moved out here, when I moved out here, I got stuck in a snowstorm in Kansas and had to spend like four days in a fucking hotel. And the only place I could eat, it was, the snow, the snow was, I think it was four or five feet deep. The only place I could eat was a subway that was a half a mile away because the hotel didn't have food. So I had to fucking walk through four feet of snow to get subway every day just to eat. Garbage. Garbage. Fuck Kansas. So you agree. So did you oh, drive? Yeah, I agree. I'm assuming you drove I-70. Uh, must have been. That's the main interstate that goes through the middle of the, the state. Um, yeah. So for for folks that haven't done the Kansas, uh, the Missouri Kansas Colorado drive, literally the First entire of all, width don't do of, it. Yeah, don't do it. Entire width of Kansas is I-70, and um. It's just flat farmland, like cornfields, farmland. And for eight, nine hours straight, um, you start to lose your mind. It's it's pretty awful. Um, so got that out of the way. We stayed um, on the other side of uh, Denver. It was called uh, Black Hawk, Colorado, near uh, Golden. And we... Drove up the side of a mountain and camped um, about six, 7,000 feet in elevation. Woo! And it was gorgeous. Beautiful temperature. Uh, Denver was about 95 that day. And then up in the mountains um, at night, it was like 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. Perfect sleeping weather. Um, I bought a brand new sleeping bag for the trip. Uh, just a Coleman sleeping bag that's insulated to 30 degrees. Um, I only had to actually get in the bag one night. Uh, the rest of it, I just used it as like a pad. Um, and your mom says there's a Caruso, Kansas. Yeah. It's probably the only cool part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was beautiful. The next day we got up and we drove to Utah. We went to Arches National Park. Um, let's see here. I was going to say it must be the place with the arch. So, um, they're famous for all these natural occurring arches made out of rock. Um, what happens is over time, this area has, you know, hit, hit a lot of waters get hitting that area, you know, it freezes or whatever and it cracked and eventually has crumbled, leaving, um, these all over the park. It's 
absolutely beautiful. Um, we did a hike. It was like 100 degrees. Uh, <laughs> it's a desert. Uh, we did a hike. Uh, it was called the Delicate Arch. And that's where you can actually hike up uh, in between these crevasse and stand underneath one of these giant arches. And I'll, I'll send you some photos. I'll post photos about it. I mean, was it was it crazy, delightfully crazy beautiful? Would you say it was delightfully um, at uh, vacant when you went there? Like not a lot of people. I wouldn't say that. Fuck. Okay. Um, I'm getting COVID tested tomorrow. Just to let you know. <laughs> really? Um, there was a at this park. It was like decent, but I mean there were people around, and a lot of people that were outside were not wearing masks, even if you were near them. Um, I did the entire time. Right. Um, if there was anyone near me, I um, we had one of those, you know, those neck when you're oh, camping. Oh yeah, little neck. little gator. Yeah. Can I, can I ask so, you uh, a question or an opinion? Or I guess I'll put sure. this to to everybody. Is as somebody who wears a mask at all times in public, is it cool? I guess I can't even say all times. Almost all times in public. The only time I don't is when I'm running. Is that not cool, or is that cool? I don't do them on my walks. I always have it on me. If someone yeah. gets in my proximity, I put it on. But yeah. when I'm out in the open air and there's no one around me, I don't do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. But if there's someone, you know, within 10 feet of me, I put it on. Okay. Um, but if you're running, just don't run near people. <laughs> okay, cool. It's not that I don't think that's that big of a deal personally. Um, I think it's. So I'll go quick. We only science, we only have like ten minutes. If you're moving so fast, I'm moving too fast. I can't catch it because I'm going so fast. I don't agree with that. That's like Trump's argument saying it's hot outside. You can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Where, where are we at now? So. Arches was beautiful. Canyonlands, uh, don't have a postcard for that. Canyonlands was also beautiful. Mm-hmm. The, that was in like 45 minutes. Um, that was like uh, more like, yeah, tons of like mini Grand Canyons. Um, okay. Um, so many people are... It's cool. I walk the dogs without a mask. I feel like, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to read that. Are you reading this? Yeah. Yeah, I can okay. see him again. Um, so, Canyonlands was cool. We camped in Moab that night, which was very hot, but we were so tired. I slept really well. Mm. Um, Capitol Reef was the next day. That was really cool. Got all these fucking postcards. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love They're it. like 50 cents. Are you gonna, it's like a little keepsake. Are you going to send them off or are you going to keep them? They're going to my lady. Hey. I hey. sent her some already. Nice. Speaking of, I don't think we've addressed this yet. We haven't. Importantly. Nope. It is my myself and my girlfriend Stephanie's one year anniversary today. Happy anniversary to Stephanie. I surprised her this morning with... Um, sidecar donuts, which are my favorite donuts out of Santa Monica. Um, yeah. She knows I love her. We talked this morning. (laughs) But, um, it's great, man. I can't believe it's a year. It's gone by crazy fast. Hell yeah, dude. And it's nuts that some of our relationships been during this global pandemic, but, um, yeah, fucking half of it. We're... We're gonna make we're gonna make it through this, and if we can make it through this, we can make it through mostly anything. So <laughs> facts, big. It's it's big been facts. A, it's been a great year. Large facts. It's been great getting to know her and dude. Uh, some of my favorite memories with um, with her, you and I, are the couple of concerts we went to mm-hmm. um, with Midlin and Paul Cawthon. Um That Paul so, Cawthon concert you know, was the probably the best night of. 2019 for me oh so far it's up there it's up there for sure so moab was great Mm -hmm. the next day was capitol reef and bryce motherfucking canyon 
Canyon. Motherfucking Canyon. Um, With a so name like Bryce, this... you know it drinks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, with this one, they call this the mini Grand Canyon. This was absolutely yeah. stunning. Um, the cool thing about this is they had, uh, they call it hoodoos. Have you been here, Nick? Never. So think uh, voodoo, but with an H. Mm-hmm. Um, they call these these structures hoodoos. Mm-hmm. Um, they almost look like freestanding um, stalag, uh, stalagmites. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're all over this park. It's pretty bizarre to see. Um, did, did do you remember when you ex- were a kid? What? Well, I was just wondering if they happened to explain how they how they formed or or, or anything. Like that. I, I gotta read. I gotta read more about it. Right. Um, but do you remember when you were a kid and that little kit that you would get? It it came with like a plastic thing, a plastic little container with water, and you would like sprinkle the sand stuff, and it would like. Uh, different colors and it would kind of like um, form into these different like mounds and spikes and stuff. I don't remember what it was called. No, I remember sea monkeys though. Not sea monkeys. I loved those little shrimps, little shrimp dimps. Yeah. Um, but no, it was um, fuck. I can't remember. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Is all these, all these tiny like spikes and columns coming out of the ground. Huh. Um, I want to go to Bryson Zion. So, speaking of Bryson Zion, so we did Bryce Canyon, and then uh, Capitol Reef, Bryce Canyon, and then that evening we stayed on some BLM land, Mm -hmm. which for the folks that don't know what that means, um, it's basically federally owned land that's just open. Bureau of Land Management. And... um, so there's no running water. Um, most of these sites were like KOA sites um, or just regular like RV parks. Right. Um, but this was no toilet, no electricity, no water. Um, there's, a, there's a lot more that goes into it, but it's essentially massive plots of public land that you that you as a citizen um, yes. have at your disposal. You can hunt. And you can... Um, camp you can hike you can ride bikes you can everything it's your it's your land yeah it's all over the world Uh, or it's all over the country so the only thing about it was you know i wasn't used to not having water running water or toilet (laughs) um but the coolest thing of it was there was no smog light pollution and uh before I laid my head down that night, I stood outside for several minutes and just took in the stars. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen stars like that before. Thousands and thousands and thousands of stars. Mm. Um, and the North Star was so bright. I'm happy it wasn't cloudy that night. There sure is something um, about staring out into the sky at night where you just... If you ever felt insignificant before... Yeah. Holy shit. You never yeah. feel smaller. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. so beautiful. It's it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's grand. It's everything. Um, The next day, we did Zion, uh-huh. which is... We call... I mean, the Grand Canyon, what I was telling folks, the Grand Canyon is the granddaddy of them all. Right. It, it's like the WrestleMania. It's like the Beatles. Like, yeah. you can't say... The Beatles are your favorite band because everyone is like, they created rock and roll. You know what I mean? It's like, but also because it's incorrect, uh, Led Zeppelin should be everyone's favorite band. Okay, well, you know what I mean with that argument, Nicholas. Yeah, I do. What's up, What's up Steph? Happy anniversary, Stephanie. She's got a busy day today. Um, and so Zion was incredible. You drive into a canyon. Um, the coolest thing about Zion is how interactive it was mm-hmm. um the hikes were you were like amongst the cliffs in the forest and animals and deer and squirrel like deer were like three feet away from me it was nuts um i think you're frozen nicholas oh there you go you're good um so that was incredible and then so we hiked mm-hmm. on the upper upper emerald pond 
trail, which is really beautiful. Um, you get up to this naturally occurring, the water was low, but naturally occurring um, creek and waterfall. And there's mm-hmm. this small, not even a pond, but small um, pool of water, tons of tadpoles. <laughs> um, beautiful views the entire time. Um, we were up next to these cliffs where you can see it's all different colors, black and white. On, on these orange and red rocks because of mm. where the water runs. Mm. Um, and then we went back, got lunch, and then went and hiked the Narrows. And if any of you guys want to see an amazing um, site at a national park, Google Zion National Park, the Narrows, and you are hiking through a, a small river. Um, and it gets tighter and tighter and tighter as you... Um, continue to go Mm -hmm. so because of timing we didn't have the whole day to do that hike that's a eight hour hike Um, we did about three hours of it Mm -hmm. Um, and boy I was tired that night Um, but that was absolutely incredible Um, and then the next morning then we stayed at this um, camper village and I, I FaceTimed you there, Nick. Um, yeah. And the wooded area, that was that was our last night. So so pretty. Um, you know, that had a shower and, and porta potties that were very clean and nice. Um, but there was no one around us, which was awesome. Uh, except these motherfuckers set up their, pulled in at 1 a.m. and woke us up and set up a tent next to us. I'm like, there's a whole at 1 section. And you have to set up right next to us? Like, what the? At 1 a.m.? Yeah. Fuck. And so, anyways, I went. I was so tired, I went back to sleep. Yeah. And woke up to a little bit of rain, and my rain cover works, so that's nice. Um, and then that morning, uh, we drove down to, um, yeah, we drove down to the northern rim of the Grand Canyon. And that was absolutely stunning. And then we drove down to the northern rim of the Grand Canyon, that was absolutely insane um the grand canyon is have you a, been in the grand i've been i've been there a couple times what i've always wanted okay. to do is get like a, a a small group of people like two and two and have somebody start in the north and two people start on the south and i want to meet in the middle trade keys and keep going whoa i think, that I think be that'd cool. be really cool i believe my you cousin george minutes. did that once all right, cool. Okay. I believe my my cousin George did that once. I think it's a it's a very long trip. I think it's like a two day thing, but yeah, I think it would be so fun. I think it would be so. We should fun. talk to Matt Carnes about that. I would need to get in way better shape, but yeah, you got to talk to Matt Carnes about that one because you you have to, basically have to wait about a year to get a permit to hike into the canyon. Oh, that's how long the waiting the waiting list is. Oh wow. Um, but because of Matt's job being a professional trail guide, he's got the in. Um, he, He's be- befriended the people that live down in the canyon. Um, live down in the canyon? Yep. There's a lodge down there, and there's p- people reside in the canyon. Are they are they like national park people, or are they like regular people? There's, pro- there's probably some of that, but um, I believe a lot of it is um, Native Americans. Wow. Holy we got, shit. Yeah. We've... We've got one minute left, Nick. Do you want to shout out some birthdays real quick? Close it. Close it out. All right. This week in basketball, it started again. Woo! This week in hip hop, Will Smith got got <laughs> by his by his wife. She's she's a little bit of a cheater. Um, you want to do wrestling real quick? Uh, Extreme Rules was really boring. More like ex- Extreme Drools. All right. Happy birthday to my. <laughs> Happy, happy birthday to my grandma, uh, cousin Mikey, cousin Christian, cousin Joe. Uh, happy anniversary, Stephen Trent, and my cousin Michaela got engaged. And if you were waiting for the news, this was not the episode for you. That was episode 13 of the Quarantine, another shitty podcast edition. My name's Nick Grace. That other voice you heard was Trent Bruce. We do this live pretty much every Thursday at noon Pacific time on Instagram live. You can also listen to the rebroadcast of the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, freaking any place you can find a podcast. That's where we are. 
Oh man, what a fun what a fun podcast this was. We just kind of really got to catch up and talk about where we've been. Some traveling boys. <laughs> Some fucking traveling boys. Uh that's pretty much it. Lolo Jones, you're the best. Goodbye everybody. Don't you cry no more.